All right, everyone, before we kick off today's episode, we have to introduce you to our incredible sponsor, Champions Round. Whether you're already a fantasy player or just trying to become one, competing with friends doesn't stop at the final whistle. Neither should your fantasy league. Champions Round is building the arena where your favorite sports and athletes are always in play. They're the only round-based fantasy sports game, which is pretty cool because they break up the season into small chunks and you have more chances to draft your perfect team and to win, of course. You can do your mock drafts, play with friends, family, or even us. Play with us, your draft queens. So go on, download the Champions Round app on the App Store to play today. And now, let's get into today's show. Everybody, it's your draft queens, Kate and Michelle, and we are coming to you live-ish in your earballs after a brisk and chilly first snowball snowfall and blizzard in the East Coast. Michelle, you are dialing in from two feet of snow. How are you holding up after this crazy little blizzard? And uh what's her name? I think it's Gail. Is it Gail? The uh winter storm that we just had? Oh, I didn't know her name was Gail, but she was. I think, fe- it, I think it is. She was fierce up here. That's for sure. I, uh, I took me all day to dig out of the snow just in time to watch Thursday night football tonight. Have we? Um, has there been any really snowy football games that we've seen up to this point? I'm sure, like a Bills game at home has not has this, had some snow. Not really this season, but it'll be. I mean, now that the whole like Northeast got pretty slammed uh i would imagine that some places will have uh, some snow sticking around for the weekend but but they got plenty of time to clear it up so unless it snows again those are the fun ones when it's like actually snowing when they're playing well it does make me feel like we are officially entered into the last home stretch of football because you know when it starts snowing outside and i'm looking out my window and there's about eight inches of snow here. And it feels like we're getting into true playoff season, not just fantasy-wise, but NFL-wise. But we do have a bit of news when it comes to playoff fantasy updates this week, don't we? Uh, Shall I let you deliver the you're news? You're going to let me deliver my own bad news that I got I guess so. booted and I'm not in the semifinals? <laughs> I will rant for a second, and then we're going to move on. <sighs> You know, where where will you start? I don't know. Well, this is where I'm going to start. And I probably I well, I'll say that I'll end it there, but I probably won't because I will ramble. But I the New Orleans Saints defense let me down so badly getting friggin knocked around by Jalen Hurts, who can't even throw the ball. All he does is run it around. And yeah. and the Saints had been like double digit like beast mode defense for the last three games, and like yeah, I figured you know I, the, the the matchup against Philly was better when it was Carson. I wasn't at I wasn't I wasn't feeling as you know um, great about it being Jalen Hurts, but I also didn't think this is what would happen. So I'm really pissed because in the Thursday night game last week. I had the Rams D. I thought the Patriots would have a pretty good game. I totally misread this one. So I had 30 points for a defense sitting on my bench. New Orleans crushed me. Um, uh, And that's really why I lost the game. Everything else was really like a pretty even matchup between 
uh, between me and uh, and my opponent. Um, and even going into the Monday night game, I was winning. Uh, but yeah, that defense that hurt that hurt a lot. Mm, yeah, I mean, well, I was reading this. Um, I was reading a tweet from Kenyon Drake today that sums it up pretty well for fantasy o- owners who are just feeling out of it and I can't I'm looking for the tweet on Twitter as we speak but essentially to summarize it he threw like some very nice shade at fantasy people and he was like listen y'all are crazy because yep. oh you I can't see this pre- yeah he was like you can't predict any of this shit and we're doing our best at this team sport something to that effect and uh people went crazy uh it just kind of loving him for that for that quote but it's true like the end of the day is it's all no crystal ball like it's all luck you would never think the saints would totally shit the bed so i didn't see that one coming he actually he tweeted i'm glad fantasy football doesn't pay my bills lol (laughs) it pays mine (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding kidding. it doesn't it doesn't thank god it doesn't um although then he gets like a small fraction of our bills i mean he thinks that people that play fantasy are like a little bit much his next tweet after that was uh shout out to those individuals that support me for me not just for their own benefits okay it's fantasy football everybody calm down everybody calm down it's just fantasy football no crystal ball one for sure it's a little fun it's you know well i'm out it sucks it was a good run uh, That's okay. You know, welcome we'll s- to the other side. Welcome to the. I mean, other I wouldn't side. say that I'm on your side because I'm Why? still in the. I'm in the winners bracket. You're in the losers bracket. I'm the winner of the losers bracket. Okay, <laughs> no, I'm the number no. one seed. I'm the number you're, one seed. No, you're the number one loser. Good job. Good job, Kate. I know, but there's <laughs> nothing to play for anymore. Oh well, weird year. I will tell you, I made you. I made you a list. In the spirit of those who celebrate Christmas and are making a list and checking it twice, I I made you a list, and it's a list of what you should do. I'm sorry, I'm interrupting. You're eliminated. I just drank from my beer upside down, and I hope that you saw it on the Zoom screen. (laughs) Those at home listening, you cannot see it, but I just wanted to shout it out, and I thought Kate saw it. Thank God she didn't. Okay, now back to your regularly scheduled programming. Yeah, as usual. Um, well, that's why we need a YouTube channel, but nobody needs that. Anyway, um, I made you a list. It is a list of things to do or things I've done since I was eliminated from fantasy playoffs. And anyone listening, if you've been eliminated <laughs> from your playoffs, I have some ideas for you. So here's a couple. The first one is play Settlers of Catan. It's a great game. It's a board game. You can also play online with friends. I've played upward. I could tell you the exact number because they track your hourly usage every week. I think I played 22 hours. You play it online? You don't have like the actual board game? So we have the board, but what I'm trying to do is, since I have no more strategy in my life, is learn a a new strategy game. And it's really hard to just, if you... I live with one person, and if he's not available, and Toby, then, and Toby and, the cat, and, and, yeah, my my cat can't play, unfortunately. <laughs> someday, maybe. Um, but if he can't play, it also takes time to set up, and True. like it's stupid shit. I just want to play all day with online randos. So I have been playing online, and that's been really fun. You can play on your Nintendo Switch. I've been doing that too. Like 
across the board. Wow, everybody. Kate, Kate's a gamer. On next uh, episode, we're going to talk about esports. And Kate's going to be yes, the top can... of her class. Well, between that and Animal Crossing and, and this new Pokemon game I started, I can talk about this for hours. Anyway, wow. play some games. Play some games online. Settlers of Catan and also Animal Crossing New Horizons. That's fun. <laughs> oh, um, my God. Binge watching, if you have nothing to watch anymore other than NFL, and to fill your time that you would be rostering your lineup, what you could do is watch the back catalog of Survivor. That's been really fun. I've watched five seasons. Fucking arbitrary. Oh my god. I like like Survivor started when I was like seven. Oh, you probably weren't even born when Survivor first started. Well, I worked for a company that was going to actually get acquired, and how funny would this be if my life changed in this way, but was going to get acquired by Mark Burnett, who was the executive producer for Survivor, and like my production company was going to produce similar reality TV. You what a bummer a, that it could have been go a survivor. God damn it. That yeah, would have been we never would have awesome. met. We never would have met. Then there never would have been draft queen. So, you know, we're it, it's yes. all for it's all good. It's all good. Very true. But that is something to do. Ba- watch the back catalog of a survivor all available on Hulu and CBS All Access, as is Are You the One, which is a stupid ass dating show, but I'm on season three of seven. It's so, 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 so Kate good. is showing her true colors right now, ladies and gentlemen. She loves a good live reality TV competition show. I don't know. I've got a lot of stuff I can tell you. The last one is... Go online and look up holiday-themed cocktails. And my favorite one right now is a whiskey sour with lemon and rosemary and cinnamon bitters. Wow. That's You must it. be drinking a lot of those to get through uh, Survivor. Yeah, to get to get through, like, day, I've watched an entire season of Survivor overnight once because so, I was so into it. So I also put a quick list together to of things to do when you're eliminated oh, because, wow. because, you know, I'm still in the winner's bracket. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to roster my team and, and come in as best as I can. But you also got to kind of, my eggs cannot all be in that basket anymore mine are completely different and in another direction than kate's because the first thing i put down was like join dfs leagues do prop bets <laughs> my, like do things that are still fantasy football related but it's not directly tied to your team like that's where i'm gonna spend my time now and try to like win some dollars since my pride has been hurt so i'm gonna try to like step up my my daily fantasy uh teams and 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 try to make some money uh we've been doing these really fun prop bets of just like you could pick a player and just do like an anytime touchdown like you pick a player who do you think is going to score you could pick three or four players and do a parlay so it just like it it keeps it fun you know even though you're again if you're eliminated eliminated you should still roster your team even if you're going to come in last because i hate people that just like totally check out and don't roster a team don't do don't that, be that person. don't be a, don't, don't be, be that, that person, person. Don't. so roster your team still follow along but also like maybe try to do some daily fantasy so you could win some money i also thought and maybe it's because i lost so i felt like i needed to make up for something in one way shape or form go on nike.com order yourself some custom nikes <laughs> maybe you'll see something from kate and i soon on our instagram free now. endorsements free <laughs> endorsements maybe we made our own because i my heart was hurt from losing that i was like i need to do something good for kate and i what do i do order nikes these are these are things that that i've been doing and then i also was hassling kate because since i am the 
glorified winner mm-hmm. amongst the you draft are. queens, Kate purchased me a very fly throwback bomber jacket. You will see it soon when I'm sporting it. It's dope. Thank it looks you, dope. It looks dope. I hope it makes it to you safely and soundly with this blizzard, blizzard gale. But um, which is actually very funny because gale is also a wind. Wind, but yes, anyway, exactly. But gale, the female name, G A I L. Anyway, it looks super dope. I hope it makes it to you safe and sound. It is much deserved. And anyone who is also a loser or even perhaps a winner in some regards, if you have some sort of a friendly rivalry going with your best friend like we do, um, yeah, just that is definitely something you should treat yourself to tis the season and uh help yourself get some nikes get a dope jacket like michelle did kate Kate, Kate loves to tell people to treat themselves and i appreciate her for that and speaking of treating oneself let's get into the huddle Michelle, it's time. Now that we have two losers for fantasy football, our focus <laughs> all has to be on the huddle. Uh, for those of you listening, you know what the huddle is, and thank you for coming back for week 15 for more. Um, we are reading the biggest headlines of the week as fast as we possibly can in 60 mere seconds. Now, I wrote these headlines this week across the board. I tried to keep them as usual, as diverse as possible across a myriad of different sports. There are some very difficult names in here, Michelle. Fuck. So just just be aware that there are a couple of those. And it's also a little wordier than normal because there were some really good headlines and I couldn't decide. So I expanded on them and I never truncated them back down. So, so basically you've turned the huddle into like a short lecture versus just reading headlines yeah. for us this week. No. Okay. Yeah, I did. I did. Okay. It, okay. It's, <laughs> that's exactly right. That is correct. Other so things Kate does now that she's lost fantasy football. She writes short sports novels. Yeah, exactly. I really wish that that was my job, quite frankly. But we've got about eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine headlines. I'm and ready. They are not short headlines. So, hey, as usual, I've got, got sixty clock? seconds on the clock. Yep. Um, do you want to count me down? How do we do this? Do I would to love count to count it down? down. I'll count it down, and you read the first one and start the clock. Okay, I'll be ready to start the clock when you count me down. I'm going to do my best Kate, Kate, my best Kate Walsh impression. Okay, well, go ahead in three, two, one. <gasps> That's mean, but here we go. <laughs> Cleveland's MLB baseball team is officially changing their name from the Indians. This week in Monday Night Football, uh, the Monday Night Football Browns-Ravens game, a rare phenomenon called Scorigami happened. The final score was 47-42 and became the 1,061st unique final score in league history. That's bonkers. Both Kylian Mbappe and Antoine Griezmann debuted dramatic blue hairstyles before taking to the pitch with Paris, Saint-Germain, and Barcelona, respectively. Hendrik Lundqvist announces he will not play in the upcoming NHL season due to a heart condition. Oh my god, I hate that. I know. To celebrate the first major East Coast snowfall, Fenway Park lit up a Yule log on their Green Monster Jumbotron on Thursday. 15 seconds. Uh, Matthew Mauser, whose wife is Christina Mauser, died in the same crate crash... Uh, that killed Kobe Bryant, is suing the L.A. County Sheriff's Department over photos that were taken at the crash scene, according to TMZ. But that's fucked up. Okay, uh, Tiger Woods is playing some... T- oh, wow. 
I mean, this is what um, you get for writing short stories. These are supposed to be the headlines. These are supposed to be the headlines. It took me 20 minutes oh, to read no. Scorigami. Okay, I'm sorry. They're, the next three are super easy, but they are really cool. First, Chiefs and Steelers clinched the wild card spots for their respective divisions. That's cool. Second, Australian Open got postponed until February 8th, three weeks than originally planned. And the third, and also, you know my, like, mini bit here that I am now, like, the golf expert, which I'm not, but oh, I'm wow. the golf gal. Golf gal! Um, Tiger Woods and his 11-year-old son, Charlie, are playing for the first time together as Aww. a father-son duo. Um, Charlie's 11, and they're playing in the PNC Championship this weekend. That's kind of cute. That's kind of cute. You missed you. Okay, first of all, um, I, I might I have to I might have to take your rights away from writing headlines again because why? Why? it's too long. Those are short. They're novels. Oh, I know. I didn't. I had no copy editing time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Here, I just what, I here, wrote it all down. I put my heart on the page. Here's an important one that you missed though. Oh. So you know the Greek freak Giannis. Did you see mm, this fucking? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He signed a deal for $228 million. I did see that. What That's is that called? Insane. Like a, a, it's, it's apparently called, like called a Supermax super, extension. Yeah, yes, exactly. A Supermax. There's like Max, Supermax. Holy I don't know what the tiers are. That's insane. That's insane. What am I doing wrong? Like, why? Playing too much Settlers of Catan. You're going to get 286 million, get 286 million, you know, bales of hay. I don't I don't think that stacks up. I spend 22 hours every two weeks on that <laughs> game, as it turns out. So... Okay. I have two things to say about these headlines. One, yes. um, I had a very, I had a very, uh, you know, Draft Queen's LOL moment when I read about the the Cleveland baseball team changing their names. And I was like, well, why don't you call the same people that helped rename the Washington football team? Like, what are they going to be called now? The Cleveland, the Cleveland baseball, baseball, baseball team? team? Like, they better come up with something better. I don't... They got to come up with something thing. better. Here's the weird fucking thing. I think that the Washington fans actually like Washington football team. It would not be beyond me if they renamed the Indians the Cleveland baseball team. They can't. They won't do that. They they just can't. I don't know. I would they be can't. bummed if they did, but people seem to like Washington football team at the end of the day somehow after the full season is over. But anyway, we'll have to keep a tab on that. I love a good team rename. Like that is that's fun. Stay That's tuned. Fun. Stay tuned for 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 where they land on that one. Okay, this scoragami thing. First of all, I just liked saying the word scoragami, and I'm glad mm-hmm. I didn't trip over that one. I bet you thought I was going to, but I didn't. <laughs> I got it. Um, what does that actually mean? It so it's the one thousandth and sixty first unique final score in league history, yes. meaning that score has never happened before. Forty seven, forty two. That's my understanding. So literally, 47 to 42 had never happened before in NFL history. How bonkers is that? Yeah, apparently it's like there's a Twitter account called NFL Scorigami that I came across. And I was like, huh, what the fuck is a Scorigami? Because they tweeted Baltimore 47, Cleveland 42, final. That's a Scorigami. It's the (laughs) 1,061st. 61st oh my god lispy it's the 1000th 61st unique final score in nfl history 
interesting. Who knew? And there were a lot of things that happened that night that just like to beyond Scorigami, what uh, never knew that existed, but that is sweet. Also, Lamar Jackson, A, rushed for 124 yards, which is the most for a quarterback in Monday Night Football history. So wow. that's that. Also, he pulled he pulled out the Paul Pierce line, but did he have cramps or was he just taking a little shit? Was he having some December squirts? We don't know. Wait, what? What happened? Did you? What are you talking about? Okay, here. Okay, first of all, I want you to tell me the story because I don't know what you're talking about. And the reason I don't know what you're talking about is because of this. In my fantasy playoffs, I went into Monday night game winning. I played against Kareem Hunt and J.K. Dobbins. Now, the first half, right, those guys were held to nada. Everybody else was running it in and scoring, but they weren't. So I'm like, okay, all right, this is great, feeling okay. I'm going to hold on to this, maybe by the skin Uh. of my teeth. And then the kickoff happens for the fucking second half. And who are the first two guys to score touchdowns? J.K. Dobbins and Kareem Hunt. And I'm like, you know what? Good night. I cannot watch this anymore. And so I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I will tell you. I will tell you in a brief synopsis, so not to bore listeners who know, but also an in-depth enough analysis oh, so that listeners who don't know. The disclaimer, and know. disclaimer, Kate's not really good at short truncating anything. <laughs> I did not put the Kate in truncate. Okay, so um, Lamar Jackson exits the football game for the Ravens. Let's call it the third quarter. He has cramps. But you see him running off the field, right? He's not carted off. He's not hurt. It's not like an act. So he's running off the field. He is rumored to have cramps. Harbaugh's not addressing it. No one's addressing it. And then they cut to a behind-the-scenes camera, like in the middle of perhaps the fourth quarter at this point. Like he was in the locker room between third and fourth or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, cut to a behind-the-scenes camera in the tunnel. Lamar is running to what I would guess is the locker room. And he's like waddling like this. <laughs> and so it's like he's not this. running. He's not running like a guy who doesn't have to shit himself. <laughs> so he's running to the locker room. Uh, he's gone for a little while. And then all of a sudden, so the backup quarterback for the Ravens, uh, he tore something in the fourth quarter. So he's rushing down the field. I think he had two, um, I think he had two attempts at like scoring or at some point. So driving down the field twice on the second drive, he gets hurt, tears something, is carted off. And all of the sudden, Lamar Jackson is back. Like he pops up out of nowhere, grabs the ball, jumps on the field, and he's back in it, right? No more cramps. Nobody knows what's going on. So the theory is, and nobody spilled the beans on this, but the theory is that he had poopy cramps and he was maybe <laughs> shitting himself in the locker room. Honestly. And in his, uh, in his... Nothing like some good old-fashioned bathroom humor on Draft Queens for you today. Nothing like some December squirts uh, during a Browns game. Where like did Browns you come game. up with that? Where did you read that? Oh, my God. You need to stop with those holiday fucking cocktails. Like, the, I think they're really getting to you. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whole story though that's the whole story wow does that you catch know, you up to speed that definitely gets me up to speed it's quite silly <laughs> and ridiculous and also something i never thought we'd be talking about on this show but you know cheers cheers to talking about it all um it's also something i never really thought about like football games are long like what if you what if you gotta go what do you do 
I don't know. But I now- saw a clip the other day of I think it was I, I it wasn't NFL. I think it was a college game. They did it, you know, you know, they did it on Monday Night Football for Come On mm-hmm. Man, and it was like some dude scored a touchdown, and then he was like peeing on the sideline. I'm like, can you? What is that? I don't know. They have never. It has never entered the forefront of my mind until this weekend. Nope, mine and either. now I need to know <laughs> where do you take a little break if you need one. Oh, where do you take one? Man, wow. Well, I think that brings us to the end of the huddle this week, everybody. <laughs> So now that we've gotten through the huddle of short stories and we've talked about poop, what more could we possibly do in this episode? Well, we got all our shit done. We, wow, you are just going to ride this one all the way to the end of the episode. Yes, Yes, I am. Oh my. Well, (laughs) you're right. We're getting all our shit out and now it's time for another segment. Week 15, we got to give you injuries. We got to give you stardom situm. We got to tell you that this is brought to you by our favorite sponsors, Champions favorite. Round. Very favorite. Favorite sponsors, Champions Round. So check it out. Download it. And yeah, look, we may be sour. We've both lost our fantasy leagues, but it doesn't matter because we're going to fight till the end and we're here for you to give you our advice <laughs> if you still want to take it, even though we're losers, <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just, just to clarify the loser part. I'm in the winner's bracket. Kate's in the loser's bracket. So Winner anyway, of the loser's bracket, to clarify. Anyway, it's like assistant to the regional manager to, to yes. bring it in from last week. But Yeah, but, I know. Josh Allen's the best. I'm into it. Okay, but, anyway. But we're here. You should, you should, I hope that everybody that's won is going to keep on winning. I hope maybe we can give you a little tidbit of information that's going to help you win your semifinal match. If you are not in the semifinals, roster your team. Don't be that guy. Don't don't just like give up and throw your hands in the air like I'm doing right now, even though you can't see me, because that's just annoying. You know, stay competitive. You join the league, stay competitive till the end, everybody. Yeah. Set your lineups. You have to. It's your moral duty and obligation as a good Samaritan in the football fantasy community. You must. You absolutely must. Now, with that said, there are certain people you absolutely cannot play because they're (laughs) injured or have COVID. (laughs) Set your and lineups, so, but do not put these people in because do then you're, then you're just in. not paying attention. So Okay. Uh, Red flags, do you want to go for it? Yeah, quick rundown on our key injuries and COVID updates. Um, Ronald Jones on the Bucks has tested positive for COVID. Do not have him in your lineup. You probably already know this, but Julio Jones is still suffering a hamstring injury. injury. That's probably going to hurt people that are in the semifinals because I bet you semifinal teams might have some of these guys. So just pay extra close attention. Um, more injuries to report on the 49ers, the poor 49ers. I feel like we haven't really talked about them lately, but Debo Samuel, uh, out with a hamstring injury. Um, Devontae Parker on the Dolphins, also out with a hamstring injury. And then Marquise Hollywood Brown, who scored a touchdown in the Monday night Scorigami game, uh, has now tested positive for COVID. Get him out of your lineup. And I'm pretty sure this is right, but I'll put an asterisk next to it. I, I think from watching the Monday Night Football game, they had said that the Ravens have the most cases of any football team in the league. So, and, and clearly it's not stopping because now, you know, Marquise Brown is, is on the list for this week. I wonder if that, it, I don't, I haven't been tracking and they should have like a, they should have a graph for this. Like who they probably has had do. the most. 
I'm sure they do. Someone smarter than us has thought of this already. <laughs> but I think that um, at one point, the Titans had played the Ravens. And I think the Titans were like a hotbed for COVID to start off. Oh, they were And then right, it kind right. of like was a handoff to the Ravens. And then all of a sudden, the Ravens were rampant with COVID. And now I don't really know. I don't know where that stands anymore. But there's got to be some sort of something that outlines who has COVID and how many. Don't right. you think? I think we should. I think we should ask our fans on Instagram and see if they can point us in the right direction of that. Yeah, please do. Please do. So but- all those folks, make sure you don't have them in. There's there's a handful more. As as you all know, we're we're bringing this to you. We're recording this on Thursday. You're listening in your earballs on Friday. So uh, keep keep an eye on all the reports, especially now that it's uh, playoff time. You know the other thing to keep in mind is, and I haven't seen this quite yet, but. As more teams, real NFL teams, not fantasy football teams, as real NFL teams start to clinch, you want to be careful about some of those players. Now, normally the way normally the way they set up fantasy football, you know, your 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 fantasy football season sort of ends before the, you know, before mm-hmm. the, the the season. So just but just keep an eye on it because as teams start to wrap up and win, you may see less usage of certain guys and you wanna just keep your eye on that. So um, as we said in the in the headlines, the uh, the Chiefs uh, clinched the division. No surprise there. Woo-hoo! And the uh, the Steelers clinched the wild card. Also no surprise there. But you know what? I was really happy to see the Bills take them down. Yeah, yeah. The, it, it, all in all, I feel like a lot of the cream of the crop is rising to the top. You know what I mean? What's the uh, what's the saying? The, is it literally the cream rises to the top? I don't know. Whatever you just said sounded pretty good. It rhymed. So I thought I thought you nailed it. The cream of the crop rises to the top i think we should make t-shirts of that one and that's the word that's the good word it also i i heard this other one the other day some analyst was saying like all of rivers equalize or something like all water levels equalize you mean like, like all is that ships, true all ships rise no no not that it's one, like not that one it's like all water finds its equal <laughs> i was like what the f- are we just I'm, making this stuff up now probably sounds like we are that said Speaking of making stuff up, start him, sit him. <laughs> oh, uh, where do you want to start? Where do All you want right. to start? Uh, let's start off. Well, Q- I have a good one. Oh. Can I start with QBs? Of Four course. QBs. Yeah. Okay. Go. Sorry. Go. I'm just, we're just feeling spirited today. Um, I I think we, we did call out Jalen Hurts last week because I thought, I mean, he's just better than Carson Wentz. Um, how well, do you feel? Better, yes, but also very different. Like very, very different. Oh yeah, you can't. They're not even like they're not like apples to apples comparison. No, totally. But I thought he looked good. What did you think last week? Well, I'm pissed because he played against the Saints, and that was my demise in fantasy. So I, I'm trying to get over my emotional, uh, you know, anger towards him. Uh, yes, he. Yeah, fine, great. He ran it. Okay, cool. You know, I think a quarterback's supposed to throw the ball. So. But he was sliding around the field very similar to Kyler Murray and the Cardinals who they're they're going head-to-head this week. Kyler Murray also can bomb the ball. Anyway, this True. I think is going to be a very interesting matchup. I'm glad you brought that up because let's see if Hertz can keep things going. Was it a fluke? Was it what let's see. Let's see how let's see how he, yep. he, he does this week. Um Kyler, on the other hand, has like been he hasn't been bad, but he also like he took a little dip, right? So this is going to be a yeah. really interesting um, matchup, I think, because they both have very similar play styles. And I think Kyler is going to be like, okay, new guy, you know, like, 
I'm here kind of thing. And so it'll be really interesting to how, see how the two kind of play off of one another, I think, competitively this week. Yeah, I'd be curious, too. Also, I have a newfound love for Kenyon Drake after those tweets we talked about earlier. <laughs> and also, um, Kyler last week, I think I was watching him because also antithesis of right now with eight inches of snow in New York. On Sunday, it was 65 sunny and gorgeous. So I was outside watching the game. Um Kyler got hurt at one point. He was down for a little bit. He looked like he was limpy, but I think he's back to normal. So it should be a really fun little shootout. Yeah. Um, that being said, I can't imagine that the Cardinals don't win. But then again, they're like six and seven, seven uh, and seven. Let's see. They're pretty like break even. They weren't just I was surprised by their record. I thought they were a little bit better than whatever I saw. Yeah. So the Cardinals are seven and six and the Eagles are four and eight. But look. I don't know. Maybe maybe Jalen Hurts. We've talked about this in other episodes. Like maybe he's that breath of fresh air that the Eagles needed. I mean, they're four and eight. That's terrible. But yeah. they they managed to you know look good last week against the Saints. So you know, I'm I'm just very interested to watch these two quarterbacks go head to head just because they have such a similar play style. I totally agree, and I look forward to. Uh, I mean, I, I still maintain that Jalen Hurts could be a good pickup if you're really looking for someone that it, was top of my radar last week. I mean, he totally could be. You know what I mean? And and as we've as we've also said, we think the NFC East is friggin' terrible, and we hate so it. Terrible. And so bad. you know, so everybody's basically awful and under five hundred. So any it's anyone's game. <laughs> exactly. If your odds need to be in your favor this could be a good one they've got actually something to play for somehow it's yeah that's an interesting one and is there any sorry i should have mentioned this earlier because i forgot Mm. to i I mentioned the chiefs and the steelers uh clinching but i did not mention the packers clinching their division and the saints clinching the wild card totally forgot to mention that on the nfc side of things so just wanted to uh balance that out since we only talked about the afc side of things Thank you for that. I only care about the AFC sometimes, and I need the NFC balance. There you so thank go. you. There That's you really go. helpful. That's really helpful. Speaking of um, the, speaking of the NFC, uh, the Bucks take on the Falcons this week. The Bucks are eight and five. Oh. The Falcons are awful. Um, I think Tom Brady is going to light them up. Um, and spoiler alert: I will say this in our wide receiver section, but I, I'm. Hoping and praying this is also the week where Chris Godwin just has a breakout. But, I mean, Tommy is notorious for spreading the ball around. You know, when you look at his numbers, like, he throws the ball, everybody touches it. There's not usually, like, one major standout person, you know. But um, I just think he's going to kind of go ham on uh, Atlanta, especially, you know, getting into this playoff push. And I hope that it's a Chris Godwin breakout week for a wide receiver. Well, while we're talking about wide receivers, why don't we talk about them, you know? Like okay. we have we've got Chris Godwin as a potential boom. Um another boom that's been happening, I think, is our our boy Kiki Cootie. I'm not going to say it enough. Like it's definitely Kiki. happening. It's definitely Let's happening. Let's go. I know. Let's go. Keep that eye on Kiki Cootie on the Texans if you're if he's available. I, that would be great. Um, I also want to put a little spotlight on our friend Nelson Aguilar, formerly an Eagle, Jalen Hurts, but now is on the Raiders. The Raiders had 100 yards last week and a Looking touchdown. Play, he's playing tonight on Thursday Night Football. Um, should be should Looking be a, great. Should be a good game for him, I would think. And speaking of Thursday Night Football, it's the uh, Raiders Chargers, so no one's going to be hearing this. You'll hear if we're right or wrong right now. But I, I did 
I mean, I think there's a bunch of folks who are not playing on the Chargers, right? Like, isn't Keenan Allen out? And there's a few others. It's basically just now. Oh, yeah. It seems geez. like it seems like Keenan Allen's in 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 uh, in rough shape. It also seems, uh, you know, Mike Williams is in rough shape. Yeah, exactly. I mean, exactly. they're they're gonna throw the ball to friggin' Austin Eckler like all day. His targets That's what have, I'm thinking. His targets have already been pretty high since he's come back, and now with these two guys out, I think it, I think his targets are going to be through the roof. Well, I think you're right, and I also keep thinking about um, Tyron Johnson on the Chargers, who is their other wideout who will be replacing some of these folks, a la Kiki Cootie and the Texans. Uh, he'll be doing the same for the Chargers, so I feel um, fairly excited about Tyron Johnson for those of you looking for a wideout wide out too or maybe a flex i don't know i don't know so here's here is one that again we don't usually go through like the super like obvious obvious you know in stardom sitem because and this next person is is a prime example of that if you have tyreek hill you're playing him all the time obviously right like you're always playing him so it's really not helpful for us to tell you about playing tyreek hill so you probably haven't really heard us talk about him other than at like the very beginning of you know, uh, our, our, our preview episodes, but like this guy is insane. If you have him on your team, you're probably in the semifinals and you probably will win because he's unstoppable. Like I'm just looking at, he's got over a thousand yards already, still more games to go. 77 catches, 14 touchdowns. I'm looking at like the column, the TD column. He basically has scored every game except for three and we're in week 15 so that's insane one week he scored three touchdowns it's just I feel like I had to bring him up because watching uh you know watching Mahomes just thread the needle down the middle to him last week is just like art and we never talk about him because it's it's a no-brainer but like congratulations to you if you have Tyreek Hill on your fantasy team you're probably crushing it yeah, he turned the burners on. It's actually, Ooh. like, just a- as normal, just as fun as last year to watch him play. So it really, I mean, those numbers are mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. The last, what the hell? The last one I'll throw at you, and we have talked about this guy a couple of times, but uh, as we mentioned earlier in um, in the injuries, um, you know, Debo Samuel was out the beginning of the year, then he was back, now he's out again. Brandon Ayuk has totally been picking up the slack there. A um, couple of games with 100 yards, definitely a handful of touchdowns. Uh, San Francisco plays Dallas this week. Dallas D, not that great. I think this should actually kind of be a fun game to watch, even though neither team is, like, super awesome. But I think it'll be a, a fun game to watch. And um, you, Brandon Ayuk, I don't know. He might be on the waiver. Some people, like, he's, he's, he's like a streamer kind of guy. think so? He might be. I don't know. People might have streamed a couple of games. Who knows? We'll see. Then, you know, he he was on bye three weeks ago. So, I don't know. Either way, Brandon Ayuk looks good. We do love Brandon Ayuk on this show. Although, I don't know how to spell his last name. It's fine. A- as long as you know y- how to say it. A-I-U-K. Ayuk. There we go. A-I-Y-U-K. Nailed it. Can you? Can you- A-I-Y-U-K. We already used it in a sentence, so you... you, you. Okay, whatever. Anyway, um, moving on, moving on, moving on. That I like that wide receiver roundup. Do you... Let's I mean, go. I might as well commend you for running backs? Uh, see, I kind of wanted to go right into tight ends, only because there's, there's a little, like there's a little uh, through line here. So 
Uh, ah, I may know where you're going, but I hope that I do. But I also have a through line. So you take it and then I'll... You know what's great? You know, Kate and I don't have a producer. We produce. But you know what? Look at this. We're just killing it. We didn't even... I think we got it. We got this. Like, this was our own cue. Anyway, going from wide receivers. Again, we don't always talk about this, but in the tight end section... Travis freaking Kelsey is basically having a season like a wide receiver would have. 1,200 yards, 90 receptions, 9 touchdowns. Again, if you have this man on your team, congratulations. I'm jealous. He's insane. We don't usually talk about him. We normally say in our tight end thing, you know, in our tight end segment, we're like, okay, if you got one of the top four guys, we're not going to say his name because you're just playing him. And we don't. We don't say it. But, like, when you get to week 15 and you look at some of these numbers, I mean, Travis Kelsey is basically a wide receiver. Like, commend him on those numbers. That's crazy. Certainly doesn't hurt when you have Patrick Mahomes throwing you the ball. Um Again, you're in your semifinals. If you have Travis Kelsey, you're obviously playing him, and he's probably a big part of why you got there. But I just felt like we had to pay tribute to some of these amazing guys that have had six seasons so far. I know. I think that's a great idea, obviously. So uh, all hail Travis Kelsey. Also, maybe add that to the post-playoff list if you're out of the playoffs. Travis Kelsey once had a dating show, so I'm going to put that on my docket of stupid TV to watch in my own time. Wow, what was that called? It was basically like... Uh, do you remember Double Shot at Love with Tila Tequila? I do. And like, uh, un- unfortunately, yeah. I can say yes. I do know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, so it wasn't exactly that because there wasn't a double-sided portion to this. But yeah, it was like Travis Kelsey. This was like two years ago. He had a dating show. It was oh like my a God. dating catching, reality show. Catching Kelsey. Catching Kelsey. There wow, you go. really it. ties into the whole wide receiver situation here. Anyway, anyway, wow. just putting it anyway, out there. All right. Paying tribute to our good tight ends. Um for those of you who own tight ends who are no longer with us in a football way, you have to stop saying that. Saying that. You've said that, that like are no four longer times playing. this season. No longer playing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Mike Gesicki is not playing right now. He's not playing. So I feel like there are, for the most part, we every week we say just hold on to your tight ends, except for Hayden Hurst because he took a nosedive. But for everyone else, <laughs> just hold on to your tight ends and everyone seems to be playing on a fairly even playing field. Um, Gesicki owners, what do they do? Do they pick up Higby? What do you think? Um, Man, so as you're saying this, yeah, he looks like he's got a shoulder injury, so what do I do? I go and I look at the the depth chart because, you know, they act, you know, he gets a ton of looks, Gesicki, but like, oh my God, who's the second guy? Durham Smythe? I don't even know who that is. So I don't de- either. Well, because some t- that's the first thing you think of, especially this late in the season. Like maybe you got to get the backup guy because there's not anybody else on the waivers. I don't know who Durham Smythe is, so I'm not going to recommend him. I could be wrong. No crystal ball. But what I was thinking is Gesicki actually does get a lot of targets, so maybe they keep you know going to the tight end. But um, you mentioned Higby. What are your What are your thoughts there? I don't have any thoughts. I think I I I have no thoughts. I have zero thoughts. I've I've always liked Tyler Higby since the beginning. Uh, I feel like he's been lackluster. But like we said last week, the Rams had like a really exciting Thursday night game. Yeah. They always look good when they're in the prime time spotlight. So I always feel good about that. And against the Jets, why not? So I think it's an okay look if you're I looking mean, for somebody. I don't think you're wrong. I think, you know, the the Rams are 9-4 and four and the Seahawks are 9-4. and four. So the Rams got to, like, go all out right now, right? So even though the yeah. Jets, you know, seems like a walk in the park, which it should be, obviously, for them, 
um, you know, they, they got to kind of give it their all. So I saw a stat line earlier. Um, tight ends have scored 12 touchdowns against the Jets this year. Six of those touchdowns has been in the last oh. four weeks. So Whoa. Tyler Higby definitely looks, you know, like a, like a good one for this week, definitely because of the matchup and definitely because even though it should be in the walk in the park, uh, there are, you know, there's a playoff push happening right now for the Rams. Yeah, I, I hope that Higby's a good look. And then just as like a little sleeper who I have no idea how he'll do, but Irv Smith on the Vikings, who is the tight end two behind Kyle Rudolph. Um, okay. Kyle, Rudolph's, even... Kyle Rudolph's out. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So potentially. Um, so, but anyway, like I said earlier, I have a through line though from Mike Gesicki. I have okay. a through line Mike's to, yours. from tight ends. And Gasicki is out, and we don't know his second. We don't know who the tight end to it. I don't know who that guy is. Anyway, so somebody's got to catch these balls. I think it could be uh, this guy named Lynn Bowden. Who are you, Lynn Bowden? Are you our new Robert Tanyan, but for running backs? We don't know. Who is Lynn Bowden? Well, I'll tell you a little bit about him. So he is playing for Miami, he's a running back. He is a pass catcher alongside the Devontae Parkers and Mike Gesicki's of the world. And with everyone out, essentially, on their lineup, I think he will be a good pickup if you are desperate for a running back. I don't know anything about this guy, though, beyond that. You know, he hasn't really got any playing time. But coming off of last week, he had 12 points against the Chiefs. They are playing the uh, Patriots this week who, I don't know, it could be a good one. The matchup is all right. So anyway, that's all I have to say. That's Kate's long shot of the week. I like it. I like it. Yes. I love to send it. But anyway, so that's how I'm I'm threading the needle between tight ends and and Gesicki to running backs and Lynn Bowden. All right. Um, Anyone you want to spotlight? Other than uh, Lynn Bowden. So um, obviously uh, let's talk some other running backs. Um, I think the duo of, look, there's very few times I feel like I would say this where like a committee running back thing is great because it's kind of hard from a fantasy perspective, but uh, the whole Jonathan uh, Taylor, Naeem Heim situation in, um, Indy has been really good. They have an incredible matchup against Houston this week. We know that I love Deshaun Watson, uh, but, you know, th- this poor man can't carry the team by himself, and and certainly Houston is not playing well. So um, mm-hmm. I think if you have either one of those backs in uh, in Indy, uh, you are in for uh, a good week. Uh, they're just terrible against the run in uh, in Houston. I like it. I also, um, I would love to spotlight your wonderful call out from last week, which was Cam Akers, because you did start him, right? You started him this past week. I did. And it was awesome because I started my playoff run feeling pretty hot because he played Thursday night and he had 22 points. He had an, he went off. He did not score, sadly. Like that would have been, that would have been the umpteenth, you know, like sitch there, but he he didn't score, but he had 171 rushing yards. He absolutely crushed it. And so I was feeling really good on Thursday because I had Cam Akers and I was playing against uh Robert Woods and Akers blew him out of the park. So yeah, I felt very good about it. Did. That's that's now let's see, that's three weeks in a row for Akers with double digit fantasy points. Uh, you know, he he's got three or two touchdowns in the last um three games and now again similar to what we said about Higby they've got the Jets so I who knows maybe this is like the biggest game of Cam Akers you know career uh early career this week 
It could be. He is really high on like there's a there's a thing you can track for just like most added players and how hot they are essentially. And he is number three for running back. So that was a really good call, Michelle. Thank good you. job. I try. I wish he got me all the way to the playoffs, but it's okay. He's he's on fire. He's on a hot streak and they got the Jets. So uh, be on the lookout for him to have. I'm going to call it. I'm just going to call it. He's going to have his best game yet against the Jets. Wow. She's sending it. Yes. I love it. Going there. Why not? You have anyone else for running backs, or should we get to our like my actual favorite part of the show, which is streaming D's? I mean, last but not least, I'll throw this name out there. I don't feel like super great about it, but it's just an interesting thing to think about because again, 49ers, continuous, you know, kind of um continuous uh injury issues. Raheem Mostert was out, or he started out hot, then he was out, then he was in, but he wasn't doing so great. Now he's not looking great again and potentially, you know, re-aggravated um, his injury. Uh, so Raheem, come on. I know. Man. It's a bummer because I really talked a big game about the Colonel. And so he it's a it's a bummer because he got injured and he was looking really, really good. I mean, yeah. look, the 49er season should have gone completely different, but they were plagued by injuries. Raheem is just one of those. All of that ramble said, look at Jeff Wilson if you're in need of something. Maybe you have Mostert, and now you're in the playoffs, and you're like, great, cool, he's back, but now he's not back. So I have noticed in watching some of the 49ers games that they've definitely leaned on Wilson, and he has stepped up um, amidst some of these injuries. So throwing that name out there, I'm sort of a medium on it, but you never know. Maybe you're stuck. Maybe you had the Colonel, and now he's not playing again. Remember when I picked the 49ers to win the Super Bowl? Oh my in god, like yeah. Episode 1 of the season. And I picked the Saints. I'm 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 doing okay. I'm doing okay and then they'll get Drew Brees back, but we'll get there. We'll get there. Who did we redraft as our favorite ones? Our favorite When odds I went when we Super did Bowl? it when we did it halfway through the year, I said uh I said the Bucks. And I said the Steelers. All right. All right. Well, anyway, so just to revisit that. we're so good at narrowing down exactly who we think it should be. <laughs> really well, any one year. of these four teams could possibly win. Like, yeah. oh, we're reliable. What can we say? All right. Okay, so we but sh- we stream- actually are reliable when it comes to streaming defenses because there are some good ones available this week, and two of which I'm very personally excited about. Um, if you're going to send it in saying your previous callouts with Cam Akers, I'm going to send it and say. The Titans against the Lions. Like, ah, I think that's a... All right. Titans defense is not looking so hot this year, but I do... I get very amped up against the Lions. I think that's a really great matchup for them. I like that. I So, I was going to say... I was going to say the Bills against Denver, but then I realized that's not really streaming because, like, probably... Probably the Bills are not on the waiver wire because their defense is dope. So that's, fair. that's not really qualifying for streaming Ds. That would be more of like if you have the Bills D, great matchup yeah. this week against Denver. So as I am perusing the waivers, I actually see uh, a fair amount, 50%. So right down the middle here, Tampa Bay, only rostered, 50% of leagues. They have a great D. They're playing Atlanta. If they're on my waiver wire... I'd pick them up. You're picking them up? I'd stream that. You're taking them. What do you think of, this is like in the middle and I'm not sure where to go with this, but like we like we have said and continue to say, anyone against the Giants, anyone against the Jets. What about the Browns against the Giants? 
So, well, again, rostered in 35% of Wow, only 30. Okay, then that is a good streaming option because Cleveland D has been pretty amazing. Um, And, you know, the Giants have definitely looked better than they did at the beginning of the season. Um, You know, I wouldn't, again, wouldn't put all my eggs in that basket per se, but Cleveland D has looked fairly decent. They had a good couple of games. They've dipped a little bit, but they do have a good, you know, a good matchup this week um uh against the Giants you know what it's been it's been a hell of a season for the Browns especially because of aforementioned Lamar Jackson situation but uh they are better than I thought they would be and so I'm excited that they are right now very hot to be streamed not just for defense but just across the board for their players so I mean they're fun they've been fun to watch I'm not gonna lie Baker Baker's been been uh been fun to watch over there Baker's been fun. Jarvis Landry's been fun. Kareem Hunt's been fun. Running around the field like a rag doll. I love that guy. I don't know. It's been a fun season for the Browns, so I've enjoyed it. All of that to say, Michelle, it's time to wrap it up. Anything else you want to tell the people before I give my sign-off spiel? I will just reiterate, play and roster your lineup, even if you're the number one loser in even if you're the number one winner in the losers bracket like Kate, play all the way through. We're here to tell you this is it's competitive. Be a good person, do your civil duty, and play all the way through. This this is just this is not just a fantasy lesson. This is a life lesson. Give it your all till the end. You heard it here first, <laughs> folks. And we will see you in your earballs on Friday, December 18th. Thank you for listening to the end if you made it this far. As usual, you know where to find us anywhere you listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere else, Stitcher, the whole nine yards. Uh, find us on Instagram at the Draft Queens and Twitter at the underscore Draft Queens. And if you really love us, which you maybe do, go <laughs> give us five stars on Apple Podcasts because it actually helps. And 32 of you have done it this season. So we love you for it. Um, Michelle, it's been fun as always. And it's a great week 15. It's great to be a loser with you because in my heart, I feel like we are winners. So... Have a good week, enjoy the snow, and see you on the other side, folks. Bye!